Welcome to another edition of The Raven Narratives. I'm Tom Yoder. And I'm Sarah Severson. We're the co-producers of The Raven Narratives. We're so excited to be working with student storytellers from Southwest Open School here in Cortez, Colorado, for a very special storytelling and slam poetry event coming up in April. Yes, big thanks to the teachers at Southwest Open School and the good people at Think360 Arts for Learning for supporting this amazing project featuring the voices of youth in our community. The story you're about to hear was told by Nate Osgood, who just happens to be one of those incredible teachers at Southwest Open School. He told his story at our live storytelling event last October, when the theme was forces. Nate is a desert rat at heart. When he isn't practicing yoga or digging clay with his students or possibly dancing, he can be found rambling through the canyons of the Four Corners area. He has been delighted by the process of preparing an old story for a new telling. Here's Nate's story. I'm going to breathe for a second. So there's this French girl, and we, uh, we hatch a plan to go down to the Indus River Valley and go down the river and up the next valley over. We're in Ladakh in northern India. And that's exactly what we do. We take a bus down and we're hiking up this valley together and we encounter a Buddhist monastery and we stop in and there's solid brass statues of deities and there's mummified cranes flying in the rafters and there's there's armor there from when Genghis Khan's army came through the area and we continue up the valley and there's beautiful streams and it's this time of year it's fall and there's apples on the trees and friendly people are harvesting barley and there's people's houses and there's black yaks way up on the hillside and we continue up the valley and we make a series of uh, mountaineering um, poor decisions and we go the wrong way (laughs) And um, we're traversing now these ridges. And um, there's like boulders the size of VW bugs like that are loose. And they're like, <laughs> and the, the French girl, she is not psyched. She is upset. <laughs> uh, she's crying. And um, I'm feeling romantic, and I, I, find a, I find a heart rock, and I give her a heart rock. And <laughs> we eventually come to the, the correct pass that we need to go over, and um, it's gorgeous. It's, it's the biggest mountains there are, and they're white, and it's a sunset. And um, I remember specifically at the exact same moment that uh, she was like, this is such a beautiful light. I'm like looking down at this sketchy gully (laughs) and this Indian military base that we have to go through. And I'm thinking, we're we're so fucked. (laughs) And and we go down, we go down this sketchy gully and uh, we get to the back of the military base and it's dark and we hold hands and we're walking down the middle of the base and there's like dogs barking and barracks and 
a Jeep coming, and I'm, I'm thinking this is not going to go well. And uh, what do you know? No problem. No problem. Two white folks walking through your base, and we walk out the front door, and we get back to the guest house. And I remember my feet were smelling really bad from all the hiking. And I, we were, I was warming my feet on this hearth, this ancient hearth in this, these, these beautiful people's home that we were staying in. And the, the potential for romance was high. And I, um, there was a moment at the French girl's door. And I can only, I can only trust my 26-year-old intuition. To, and I, I, I said no. And I, I went back to my room. And um, thinking about that, I, and there's a lot of ways to say no to love. And it was somewhere in between, um, like, hallelujah, I dodged a bullet. Um, and and um, my heart could really be healed by intimacy, and maybe I could be more brave in that moment. It was somewhere in between there, somewhere in between um, um, an easy breath of the knowledge that everything is unfolding as it should, and maybe um, shame or closing off of a heart. It was somewhere in there. And I'm on the plains of India, and I'm in a crowd of people, and a, a man with leprosy comes up to me, and he pokes me. And there's, a, there's another kind of no, and it's like, no! And it's a clear setting of boundaries. And I'm wearing some kind of hippie-ish, rag-ish pants, and I know that I need some better duds. So I go to a uh, tailor, and they are, so, they are so delighted. They are so happy that I'm in their shop that they sell me another man's clothes. Like they, <laughs> they, there's like a hole in the ceiling, and there's tailors up there with sewing machines, and they lower down another man's clothes, and it's like a, little, a smaller man than me, and the arms are like this, and they're like this, but I have some new clothes, some new duds, and I'm about to start a journey. I'm about to start a two-week journey to Nepal, and uh, I take buses, and I take trains, and I'm in love with the trains, and the boy whose mom has fixed something on the platform, and he sticks his hand through the window, and I, I buy a snack from the young man, and the, the young man's singing on the train accompanying himself with wood blocks is the most beautiful song. And I take buses, and I'm packed, and I'm, I'm in a sea of people. I'm in a sea of a billion-plus people, and eyes, and making little friendships, but mostly I'm among strangers. And I'm um, taking rickshaws, and eventually I'm walking, and I'm wearing my pajamas, and I'm walking along a country lane, and I'm walking towards the birthplace of the Buddha, Lumbini, Nepal. The Buddha was a man who was born there, 
and he sat still and woke up. And as I'm walking, I see a huge white pagoda over some trees. And then I'm, I'm facing the pagoda, and there's flags going up to it. And I'm walking up towards the pagoda. And I look over to my left, and there's a, a group of monks, Japanese monks, and they're having tea and cookies under an awning. And they see me, and one of, the, one of the monks breaks off from the group and comes to greet me. And I, 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 um, I know him. Because I had, I'd, we'd walked past each other 10 years before when I was a teenager in the streets of Boulder, Colorado. And I recognized him. And immediately, he took me to the pagoda, which is the Lumbini Peace Pagoda, Pagoda for World Peace. And I was there for the inauguration of this pagoda. And he wanted to show me how to honor the pagoda. And the, the proper way is the, the, the chant of his sect of Buddhism. And it's Namyo Kyo Ringe Kyo. But he wasn't. He wasn't saying it like that. He was, um, he was weeping. And there's four sides of the pagoda. There's the, the birth of the Buddha, the enlightenment of the Buddha, the teachings of the Buddha, and the death of the Buddha. And um, not only did we walk past each other, but he had invited me there, unbeknownst to me. He had given my friend an invitation, and that friend had passed it along to me. There were three days of inauguration, and every Buddhist country of the world was there. There was a Burmese delegation and Thai delegation. And there was a point where they had the teeth and the hair of the Buddha enshrined in solid gold and silver pagodas, little mini pagodas, and they placed them on their heads, these monks, and they walked the steps up and they enshrined them into the Lumbini Peace Pagoda. And at the end of the festivities, this man, his name is Monk Sawada, and the reason that he was walking, the reason that I remembered him because, was because he was beating his drum against Rocky Flats, the nuclear um, trigger plant outside of Boulder, Colorado. And he came up to me, Monk Sawada came up to me, and he invited me to go with his group on a pilgrimage in Nepal. And I said, no, thank you. Thanks, Nate, for telling that story. To hear more stories like this one, subscribe to the Raven Narratives podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher. 
where you can also leave comments and share the stories with your friends. To pitch your story for a future Raven Narratives live storytelling event, just go to our website at ravennarratives.org and fill out the form on the contact page. You can also see a beautiful photo gallery of our storytellers there and find out what the themes will be at upcoming events. The Raven Narratives is a production of KSJD Community Radio in Cortez, Colorado. Find out more at ksjd.org. Support for the Raven Narratives comes from Red Scarf Shots Photography Studio in Durango, Colorado. Find out more at redscarfshots.com.